powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hey, hello there, Duvall Nation. Welcome. Welcome, one and all. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Mindy, hi. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. Good, good. You know, it's funny. We, I know we don't record this in the same room, but it's so nice to see your face on my computer. Hi. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anybody who follows the Derek Duvall Show Twitter or Instagram will definitely know what movie we're probably going to talk about today. But for the uninitiated who don't follow me on social media, and God forbid you, I don't know why you aren't. Mindy, what movie are we going to talk about today? We are going to be talking about RoboCop. Not just any RoboCop. The original there RoboCop. We go. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We pretend that remake just never happened. Exactly. I feel like that. I feel like that guy at the end who got hit by the toxic waste. Every time I feel like I hear about that sequel, it's like, help me. You know, like that's really gross. That so. is gross. That's very. All right. Gross. So obviously, you know, this is not a, a new release. Right, but this re- is the 1987 classic. <laughs> it is. But the reason we're watching it is because uh, for those of who don't know me very well, uh, we have a theater room in our house, which I have poured a lot of my time and effort into building. And uh, one of the perks is having it is a 4K ultra high definition projector and Dolby Atmos sound. Well, lo and behold, back in January, they announced that Arrow uh, would be buying the rights to Robocop and releasing, for the first time ever, a 4K ultra-high-definition release, which I immediately said, Give, here is my money, and I threw it at them, literally. Take all of it. It doesn't matter how much it costs. He could exactly. not have cared less. No, nope, <laughs> not really. Anyway, finally, after months and months of waiting uh, and two delays, uh, Robocop finally arrived to my house in my mailbox in a beautiful, beautiful steelbook edition. And of course, we had to crack it open and watch it. So obviously me, I have a history of the movie. Mindy, what is your history with RoboCop? Well, I've, I'd seen it a few times before. I'd seen it with you for sure, at least once, because you love this movie. So, I mean, I already knew of it, and I knew the storyline, and I knew mm-hmm. scenes from it and stuff like that. So we were just mostly just watching it because you got the 4K and we're very excited about it. <laughs> now, I know how I'm going to say this. What did you think of the transfer? Did you think it looked beautiful or you th- was there any problems you had with it? I don't think so. I thought it looked great. The only part that looked dated, but I think it was deliberately done to look dated, was the news and the commercials. The, the mock news and the commercials look very 1987. And I mean very 1987. But you know what's funny? We were talking about uh, what was that game? The one about the strategy about blowing up. Nukem. Nukem. I would <laughs> buy that game. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down on my notes. I did take notes, even though I had seen yeah. this movie, 
in the past, I took some notes in my notebook while we were watching, and I, that's when I wrote down, Nukem Game. You've crossed my line of that. <laughs> that is a great game. So that's I would funny. totally buy that game. Nukem. Nukem I would, I would not like to play this game with you. <laughs> all right. So obviously, other than all in all. So what though, did I you mean, think about the transfer? I think you need to transfer just go back and stunning. say that. Yeah, the, the transfer is stunning. Everything looks beautiful and film-like and uh, all the color, the, the HDR color is just really made everything pop. Uh, black levels are very deep and deep and rich. Uh, skin tones look great. <laughs> I know you're going to talk about the blood squibs, but blood in the film looked dark red and, and mushy. It looked great. I, I just can't complain. I would, I would highly give this, uh, in terms of its actual release, Arrow, Arrow Films gets a five out of five for me. They did an amazing, amazing transfer. Yeah. Looked great. <laughs> yeah. All right. So obviously, like I said, you said you've seen it a few times. What about it this time do you remember the most? Well, things that I wrote down in my notebook while we were watching that the massacre in the conference room when they bring out that, hey. what is that thing called? The Ed? Ed 209? Ed 209. They bring out this big tank robot looking thing for a demonstration and they're like here we have this loaded gun for you to hold and this poor guy who just happened to be sitting in the end of the conference room was like oh cool yeah i'll volunteer and even after he dropped the gun he got massacred like bloody like he probably got shot 50 times and there was blood everywhere yeah. so that was the scene that stood out to me and what i also wrote down was that his co-workers were assholes <laughs> So two up two observations about that scene. One, it's the most dangerous boardroom in America, you know. And two, who brings a loaded machine gunned robot into a boardroom for a demonstration? Right. Yeah. You know, seems like know that's something you do outside with a yeah. target practice. Right. It's like I know it's like you know you drop the gun. He couldn't hear the gun, so coarsely he malfunctioned and still killed the dude. Who loaded it in the first place? Why would you load that thing? Come right. in there fully weaponized. I'm like, oh lord. Yeah. But I felt bad for the guy at the end. He's like trying to pull the wires out and yeah, and what have you. It's like yeah. I felt most bad for the guy who died. And then <laughs> like he was trying to like run out. Like I don't know why everyone wouldn't have just ran out of there. That would no be. My, I, I guess I'm fighter fight or flight, and I'm flight. <laughs> well, they're on the 95th floor, so there really wasn't much way to go. I guess. Still, so. that thing wasn't moving that fast. They could have made it to the stairs, and as we found out later, he's not good at stairs. He's not so. good at stairs. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, you're right, 100. That is, uh, you're right. The boardroom, they were all like, "He's a dick." And then when he died, they're in the elevators. They're like, "Yeah, well, that bad luck." He's so, like the ultimate. He was like the red shirt of the of the Robocop universe. The red like, shirt. Star Trek reference. Oh, of course. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Anyway, overall, though, for me, my my history of RoboCop is very, very fun. RoboCop, for me, I am 42 years old in two weeks, and I will say RoboCop was the very first R-rated film I ever saw, and it was awesome. My dad brought it home, pirated off of Sky Satellite from a, from a bloke from work, and I remember my mom had gone to Wales to see her family, and dad set us down and he says, I'm going to show you something, but you can never tell your mother you watched it. I was like, okay, dad, no problem. And I guess um, we'll find out if your mom listens to our episodes. <laughs> anyway, so we're watching it and a lot of it went over my head because I was, you know, seven years old. I didn't really get a lot of the references like snorting Coke off of people, you know, or uh, 
yeah, many, many references in that actually in that fact. But I remember it stuck with me. It stuck with me. And I remember my dad got me the poster. I put the poster on my wall, which is and we'll get into the minute, but the poster was on my wall and I remember watching it. And then um we watched it a couple times. And then of course, as you get older, you know, you you still retain things. I remember I, it was one of the very first DVDs I owned. It was one of the first Blu-rays I owned. And now 4K Ultra High Definition. But yeah, I have a great history of Robocop. And I, it's one of those things, it's like, you want to talk about a movie that's so iconic. It's got amazing action, amazing heroes, legendary film villains. You got brilliant one-liners, right? Stunt work is amazing. The makeup, especially that Murphy Robocop makeup, you know, where he's in the suit, but the helmet's off is phenomenal and that score is ingrained in most people's you know film psyche you know you hear it, you're like oh right robocop you know that thumb yeah but yeah i mean it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a classic right? absolute classic so i have a, a serious question about this movie so one other thing i wrote on Before my notebook it. was ethics what do you think about the ethics of the robocop program well, he signed a lease when he died. He's legally dead, so they can do whatever they want with him. Okay, so you're on the company <laughs> side, I see. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it was definitely, yes, you're right. You know, what rights do human beings have when they expire? You know, you hear people- But he all the time. didn't die. No, he was dead. Well, I he mean- was, he... he was clinically pronounced dead, which means he's technically dead. Mm, they yeah. they called the time in the hospital room. Hey, time to, set, time to see, 6.30 a.m. He's yeah, dead. I was like, and and by the time he got to the hospital, there's no way he should have still had a pulse, by the way. Like no. he would have he would have died already at that old warehouse yeah. or whatever. I'm like, pretty convinced he was not alive. I think it was more just uh I, I don't know, truthfully. I, that's a that's a that's a very interesting take on it. I've never really, really put much thought into that, to be honest. But was he alive in the hospital or not? I'm gonna say probably not I, yeah, yeah like the ethics of the whole thing to me is really bad like uh, like it's not ethical to even if they die and you can do whatever you want with them because he signed something when he joined the force doesn't mean like especially because they were like oh yeah he can work you know 24 hours a day and all we got to do is feed him some baby food every once in a while and but sit a, down in this chair to recharge him but there's a line in that movie that i never caught until the other night and i swear to god i've never once caught it and it's the scene where the Ed 29 kills that poor bastard in the in the from this room when um, uh, Bob Morton comes up and swoops in behind Dick Jones and says, you know, I've got the Robocop program. And he says this line I've never once picked up on. He goes, we have placed prime candidates in in hostile, you know, in dangerous areas. So in the off chance that one of them gets popped, we've got one ready to go. Does that make sense? Oh, I didn't notice that. Either. I never once. I've watched the movie a hundred million times. I've never once caught that. He goes, we have. So that's why he just transferred into the bad area because mm -hmm. they were like, "Oh, we work for a living at this yeah. precinct." Yeah, just transferred in from the fancy thing like that's that. That's awful. He was, and he had I've a wife and kid and everything. Mm -hmm. Never once mm. picked up on that. Yeah, so, well, yeah I still didn't pick up on it. Yeah, and then the best <laughs> part he goes, "When did we start?" He goes, "As soon as some poor bastard decides to volunteer," you know. And there you go. Oof. That's there's your ethics. So. Mm-hmm. But though, um, okay, we gotta talk about real fast. So villains. You've got great, great villains here. And for everybody who did not get to see Robocop in 87 and only knows only knows Red from that 70s show. No, he, he is an amazing character actor who yeah, Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith as Clarence Boddicker, hands down one of the greatest movie villains ever. And he's so iconic. I mean, 
the guy just oozed charisma and villainy. Charisma yeah, like and villainy. Charisma Excellent. and villainy. <laughs> and every time I watch him, I, I just like, this guy was born to play this ruthless, psychotic crime lord. Clearly, this is a movie that Derek is way more passionate about than I am. <laughs> That's fair. But yes, I thought he he, he did make a great villain. Do you Especially like how- when he showed up. I mean, I remember you pointing this out that I had remembered that scene before, but when he shows up to that executive's <laughs> house with that message and he's like, bitches leave. Bitches leave. <laughs> and they were like, bye. Are you going to call me? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to call me? Uh, no. And like I said to you in the movie, like, when they rang the door, he was like, I'm waiting for the champagne to arrive. I'm like, I feel bad for the guy who probably arrived 10 minutes later with the champagne and was like, what the hell happened here? Yeah. Time to leave. Time to go. <laughs> I really want to call the cops. Uh, the movie itself, though, a lot of firsts that most people don't know. Like, it was the first use of a DVD in a movie. Hmm. Um, yeah. Well, the part where he puts the disc yeah. in one of you. Also, I always love saying that. And I say every time I watch the movie, when the very, very end, um, if you haven't seen this movie yet, there's no reason you should be listening to this podcast. Just for the Yeah, I mean, the we'll put their spoiler alerts on yeah. the website, but it's from this 1987. Mo- so, yeah, this movie's 30. 30- <laughs> six years old so but yeah the part of the end where clarence barker he's like hitting him with the spike break it and he jabs him through the chest and and murphy's like ah but he's really just drawing him in close and he goes and he jabs that spike through his thing it's like every time i'm like he got killed by usb thumb drive hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness i would that's how i would sell it at best buy would you want to buy a usb thumb drive you could stab someone in the neck with it have you seen Robocop? Have you seen Robocop? <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about the makeup. Uh, that makeup, um, obviously, you know, Murphy, when he's blown to hell, obviously, you know, very thing. Uh, Emil, oh, talk about Emil, because I know he's your guy from ER. I think you said that. He's like, oh. oh, yeah, he was on ER, yes. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know, but you how? tell me about what he was like on ER real fast. I was... Oh, yeah, he was a total jerk. Everybody hated that guy. And like towards the end of his tenure on that show they <laughs> he accidentally got his arm chopped off by a helicopter <laughs> really yeah wow they went up to the they went up to the helipad to get some trauma that was coming in and he was like arguing with somebody and he turned around and the helicopter whipped around and chopped his arm right off wow and it humbled him a bit to be honest <laughs> Wow. Uh, I'm a complete dick. Schlock my arm. Oh, I love you all. I'm so sorry. No, he was pretty uh, upset about it. But then it was like, you know, be nicer to people because people have to help you. You don't have a freaking arm. (laughs) I did not know that. Wow. Okay. Right on. Yeah. So every time I see him, that's what I think of. But now I think of that goo scene at the end. Like, you know, the funny thing, but you know, what's funny about that is uh, in terms of like the internet itself, there are many memes from RoboCop, you know, like uh, shooting the rapist in the junk. And also, <laughs> yeah. also the one part that every uses is a GIF file. Is it GIF or GIF? I'm going to say GIF. As a GIF file is that dude going, I like it. You know, like that. It's iconic. Anytime mm-hmm. something good happens on the internet, you will see almost all the time that's that GIF or surprise. surprise. <laughs> I, again, also, when you get older, the things you start to realize, like classified uh, directive four, he's like, I can't shoot you because you're still an officer. And the guy's like, you're fired. This isn't really nice and loud. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I get it now. And then bang, he kills him. 
So yeah, it was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> thank you. But no, I love that movie, man. It's it's great. It's I, I cannot find one fault. And I've tried many, many times to be objective about it. I really have. <laughs> you no, are I'm the serious. least objective person about Robocop. <laughs> Maybe that's true. So, but no, I, I really I have think actually... it's because you grew up watching it. You have that nostalgia. You watched it a million times, just like movies that I and watched when I was bubbles. a kid. Yes, just like okay. you know, maybe next we'll do like Princess Bride because that's one that I've watched a million I like times. The Princess Bride. I know, but I'm just saying. But you don't love it like I love it because no, I grew true. up watching it and I've watched it a thousand times, and I that's could probably just recite the whole movie just like yeah. you could. Robocop it's like if, if we ever do, <laughs> if we ever do Derek and Mindy's fun with movies with Jaws. I mean, there's like no way I'm going to say a bad thing about that movie. No. So. <laughs> No. The only other funny thing that I had on here was the 6,000 SUX car oh. that they kept advertising. <laughs> 6,000 sucks. And there it got 8.2 miles per gallon. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> he made the, the director made it as a joke because he hated Pontiac cars. And the Pontiac 6,000, that was it. It was a dig at the Pontiac 6,000. It was an overpriced car and it was like the, the car at the moment. So Paul Verhoeven, who directed the movie, created the 6,000 sucks. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've got that story. Thank you. I had to look it up. Well, as we wrap up our time here, um, would you like to go through our ratings? Yes. All right. What is one star? Bloody awful. Two? Bloody uninspired. Three stars. Bloody average. Four stars. Bloody brilliant. And five stars. Bloody marvelous. All right, so you already know what I'm going to say. Let's be just the drum roll. <laughs> but should I go first? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I should too. All right. I'm going to give this a bloody average. <laughs> I know. I, I Again, I didn't grow up watching it. I don't have that nostalgia for it. It's a fine movie, but it's not something that I would like be able to talk at nauseum about like you would. I can't wait to insert a digital mob to chase you out of town. <laughs> <laughs> Thank no, you. awesome. It's fine. All no, right. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah. giving you my, this is, this is what we do here. The Derek yep. and Mindy show. We just give our honest reviews. Yep. And I think this was bloody average. It it's was a great those... movie. It wasn't, wasn't awful. It wasn't uninspired. It was, it was good. Before I get my brain, I will ask one question to you though. I will ask one question. If you, were to meet someone today who has never seen RoboCop and they asked you what would, how would you describe the movie to someone being as unobjective as I am? What would you say? I would say it's like face off meets Terminator. <laughs> no, I don't know. I would just say it's, it's a movie about, I don't know. All right. Well, my review is bloody marvelous. There's no question. Obviously. About it. Yeah. I think I feel like I had to say it for no drum reasons. roll or anything. No drum needed. roll. Yeah. Yeah. Duval Nation, thank you so much for tuning in to this another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. And we'll be back very soon. We don't like to give out an actual number of days because we don't like to break promises we can't keep. So we'll be back soon with another fantastic review. So. Until then, we'll, we'll see, see you, you at the, the movies, movies, Planet Earth. Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duval Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvalShow.com, for the latest news on downloads and to explore past episodes.
Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duval Show.